Recently, I came across an interesting case from a patient on TikTok of master Botox gone wrong. This is a PSA to anyone thinking about getting masseter Botox. Don't do it. I looked like a fucking egg. I lost my jawline and my face just looked way too round. Like I had no definition at all. So in this case, there are multiple things that we can learn as injectors that will make us safer and more effective and make sure we're treating the right patients in the right way because of all the different elements that were incorrect in this case. Now, as we listen through to her experience, pay attention to the different elements. We have an aesthetic judgment initially that she needed the treatment, which turns out not to be true. Then we have a side effect of the actual toxin affecting other muscles. And then we have a knock-on side effect of it actually making her look older. Multiple things which are true with many master treatments. And all of those elements are things you should individually assess as you go through and treat your patients. First, let's recap on the purposes of your masters. So the masters are the main muscles of mastication, of chewing. And in some people, they are hypertrophied. Now, master hypertrophy is not fully understood. And I would say there are many patients having master reduction botulinum toxin who do not even know what the underlying cause can be. Now, I interviewed Dr. Ruth Brady some time ago on my channel, which you can check out later. And in this very interesting interview, she went into some serious depth on what causes hypertrophy of the master. And one of the theories is a malocclusion of the jaw. So if your teeth are not closing neatly, tightly together, you can trigger a reflex while you're sleeping, which causes clenching. It can also be associated with psychosomatic stress. And I know I've caught myself doing this sometimes as well. If I'm more stressed, I will bite down sometimes while I'm sleeping. So these are just a couple of examples of other things that might come into your consultation to make sure that you get the actual best result for your patient by treating the underlying cause, not just relaxing the muscle on every patient who has these complaints. I've also noticed over the years that some practitioners look only at the aesthetic. So if there's any patient with any potential benefit from slimming of that part of their face, they will inject them all the way along the master to try and get the maximum amount of slimming. Now, of course, this muscle is doing something and you will sometimes get hypertrophy of the temporalis muscle higher above after treating the master for a long time, but also injecting the master quite superiorly, you get very close to other nerves and other muscles of the face, which we'll see in this case can cause some very bad side effects. So I like to keep my injections very neatly in the lower third of the master in a way that I will show you later that is slightly different to what many of the textbooks say, because I believe it reduces the chance of hitting the rosaurus muscle, which is another element of this case. So do I think this injector has injected incorrectly and why? The first element is patient selection. Just because you can reduce the size of a master doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. You're not going to make everyone better looking with a slimmer lower face. Now, in females, it does make the cheeks more dominant, which is a key part of feminine beauty. You want dominant cheeks and a narrow lower face. But you can't do that at the expense of a nicely defined jawline, because if you reduce the amount of projection from the master, if that master was not already projected outward, so you have the inverted triangle, and in this case, I think it was already a nice angle of kind of 12 to 15 degrees, this actually is going to decrease her beauty. You just make cheeks out of balance, but more importantly, in her case, she noticed that she, you could no longer see the definition of her lateral aspect of her jawline. And the second thing she noticed is a small slump of tissue forwards, which gave her the start of a jowl, which is a terrible aesthetic result 
two things to look out for in your aesthetic analysis, which in this case turned out to be wrong. She didn't need reduction in the size of her master, and she also had masters that were giving her some support to her jowl, which meant the loss of volume allowed them to slip forwards, and she started to see the formation of a jowl. And this is something that I have actually seen in my practice with older patients who've had master reduction for medical reasons, have then ended up with a, a jowl that then required cosmetic procedures to correct. So is there a way that you can prevent the jowl problem? The first thing to realize is the bigger the master, the bigger the chance that it is supporting the jowl. So if you shrink a very large master, even on a younger patient, you could start to get a, a shadow start to form. Now, you could reduce the chance of that by just putting less toxin in and accepting a smaller change in the size of the muscle or potentially you get into preventing it with additional dermal filler, though I'm not keen on trying to preempt a problem with a whole syringe of filler that isn't there in the first place. I'd be trying not to cause so much of a volume change in the first place rather than correcting it once it had happened. Now this patient also reported a complication of this procedure, which is it sounds like it had spread into a different muscle. The most likely muscle to be affected is your rosorius. If you look at the anatomy of the rosorius muscle, it's actually attached to the master muscle. So if you're injecting the master muscle and you're superior in the midsection, you're quite likely to hit the origin of the rosorius muscle. Rosorius pulls back and it's one of the key parts of a broad smile is this. And if you've reduced the strength of that muscle, you're going to get the side effect. Now, never underestimate the impact of affecting someone's smile. It truly is one of the worst side effects to have an asymmetrical lower face and particularly a smile that's not right because it stops you projecting yourself whenever you're happy, makes you self-conscious and you try not to smile. So it makes people very, very miserable. And I always think those sorts of side effects are surprisingly worse than even vascular occlusion. Sometimes the small scar is less upsetting to them than the six months they had not been able to smile properly. So how do we inject this area more safely? First of all, it's much more risky to reduce the size of someone's master if they are older because you're much more likely to get the slump forward of the tissue and the jowl formation, even though this patient was young. So be careful with older patients. The next thing is I would never listen to those patients who encourage you to inject higher and higher up the master. And that's quite common because they're after the defined cheekbone. They probably need to think more about their cheeks than focusing entirely on reducing the size of that muscle because side effects are higher as you go higher in the face. You're getting closer to the nerve plexus and that insertion point of the rosorius. And the next thing would be very, to be very clear when you're injecting where that anterior boundary is. So you can palpate it quite easily, but really be clear in your mind where the anterior boundary is. Only inject the lower third of the muscle. And my top tip is to not copy the pictures that you see on the internet. So if you Google master Botox pattern, you will find a line drawn often from the tragus or the base of the earlobe. And it, the important bit is it runs to the oral commissure. And that line underneath the line is said to be the safety area. But if you look closely at the diagrams, the origin of the rosorius is included in that area. And this is what gives us nearly all of the worst side effects and the common side effects from treating the master. And this is very commonly done all around the world. But I get the same results in my practice. Instead of drawing that line to the oral commissure, instead to lower it to the mental crease. And this just chops off that key section of where the rosorius is, and it still gets the bulk of the master where we're getting the aesthetic difference. So from a purely aesthetic point of view, I think that is, a, that is just as effective, but less likely to hit the rosorius, which will decrease what I think is one of the worst side effects of lower face toxin. So I hope that's helped you become better at injecting or not injecting the master muscle. We've talked a lot about patient selection, 
and understanding the consequences of reducing the volume, which could be jowl formation, but also how to reduce the risk of hitting the rosorius by just injecting a little bit less in that midsection and still getting the same aesthetic result. Let me know if that's helped in the comments down below. Thanks for watching.